The views and opinions discussed on Exposure are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff of Impact 89FM. WDBM East Lansing. Hello and welcome to Exposure on Impact 89FM, the show where we talk to members of organizations at Michigan State University as well as nonprofit organizations in the East Lansing area. And now, this week's Exposure. Hello and welcome to Exposure. I'm your host, Callie Neese, and I'm here with Sophie from the Women's Rugby Club. Welcome to Exposure. Thank you for having me. So tell me a little bit about yourself and your club. So uh, my name is Sophie. I am a senior here at Michigan State University. I am studying behavioral neuroscience with a minor in entrepreneurship. Um, I've been playing for the Women's Rugby Club for this is my fourth year. Um, so I joined when I was a freshman in the fall, and I've been playing ever since. Um, I am the president of the club, uh, so I've yeah, been around a long time. I know the ins and outs of the team. Um, I am an eight man, so basically I'm a forward. Um, I'm usually the person who sits in the back of a scrum, which is kind of like a big pile of people. Mm -hmm. um, and I can take the ball and run with it, um, make plays, things like that. Um, I've also been known to be an outside center in the back line. And so basically how rugby works is there's there are forwards and there are backs. Um, that's kind of like how you split up the positions. Mm -hmm. And so I was thrown into the backs this year, which is more like the people who do less hitting and more running. So mm -hmm. we more like in the backs, you mostly are the people who score. Um, so the forwards kind of hit people and do all the hard work and then give the ball to the like smaller, mm -hmm. faster people and let them score. So it's there's it's kind of unfair, whatever. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so have been playing for four years. Um, what else? Um, I also play rugby on a travel team. So I do that in the summertime. Um, and then post school, I would like to go and play rugby somewhere. I know like the Detroit women's, um, they have a team in Detroit. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to go into California and I know they have a couple teams out there. So that could be cool. Um, so that's my kind of like short spiel of the club. Yeah. Yeah. And how long or what kind of things you guys do besides rugby? Like in your club? So um, we practice Monday, Wednesday, Friday for two hours, and then our games are on Saturdays. Um, Tuesdays and Thursdays we have uh, kind of like strength training conditioning. Mm -hmm. So um, we will go to like a little um, lifting area, and then we have a trainer who trains us in like lifts and stuff. That's a new thing this year um, where we actually have a trainer who does strength yeah. training stuff specifically for rugby with us. Um, in previous years it would just be more so like conditioning, like sprints and whatever, and that was just our self-run. Um, so besides that... Um, along with rugby, just a lot of running, so a lot of conditioning. Mm -hmm. um, I would also like to say we're a pretty social team. Like We have a lot of team bonding events. Um, next week, we're going to a cider mill. Um, so it's very, very focused on like creating a relationship with the team. Yeah. So Because most of our people are freshmen coming in, mm -hmm. and they don't have those connections yet. And that's, like, that's how I, when I joined, I didn't know many people here. Mm -hmm. um, so I used this team as a way to meet other people because we have a roster of about 50 girls right now so okay. trying to like make a family out of that um so a lot of bonding activities a lot of like socialing with other people and um other teams rugby specifically is a very social sport so yeah. um one thing that rugby always does is um after you play a game against somebody so let's say we play against u of m mm -hmm. um after the game you always social with other team oh that's so, so fun so you like you know the team um like one another and mm -hmm. like other clubs at MSU, we also get to know other rugby players um, from other colleges. So it's, again, mm -hmm. a very social sport, uh, which I really like just because rugby is a very small sport right now in America. So yeah. it's still trying to, like, get traction. Um, so 
we can like go out in the field and beat the crap out of each other. And then afterwards we all hang out and chat about life. So yeah, that's a cool aspect of it all. How did you get started with rugby? It's not a very common sport. So what made you want to start? Yeah. Um, so um, I studied abroad in South Africa my freshman year here. Okay. Um, I did one of the, like, the freshman seminar abroads. So when I went to South Africa, um, rugby is huge down there. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to come to school and play soccer because I grew up playing soccer and that was just how it was. Um, but I saw rugby in South Africa and I was like, oh, like that, this, this is a pretty cool sport. It's just girls yeah. beating the crap out of each other. I mean what could go wrong um and so uh I, that was in the back of my mind and then freshman year participation I was walking around to all the mm-hmm. tables um and the loudest table there was the women's rugby team they were just a bunch of lunatics screaming about <laughs> the sport and they just had this great energy and they were super welcoming and they had a whole huge crowd with them um so it really caught my eye and then there are no cuts in the team um because mm-hmm. I feel like nobody comes into school, like comes into college knowing how to play rugby. Mm-hmm. And if you did, you would go somewhere and get like a scholarship or something. But yeah. Um, so everybody who joins, we all start learning the sport together. Um, so yeah, saw them at participation and they were super nice and I went with it. Yeah. Do you have like coaches outside of you guys or is it mostly run by you guys and a few strength coaches? So um, in previous years, I think um, we're almost, I think we're almost 50 years old okay. as a team. Um, at MSU. So, um, but in previous years, I'm going to say my freshman year, um, we had one kind of, one kind of like iffy coach um, who was there on like some days, um, but it was mainly student run um, okay. my freshman year. Um, but then we started getting traction in a lot of people. Um, like I know all the vets before me, um, like who are like maybe like four or eight years older than me, mm-hmm. um, talked about how like they had a team of five or six girls and whenever they went to compete, they had to like pull other people from other teams and had them play together. So um, the team has really grown in specifically the past four years. So I would say starting sophomore year, that's when we started getting actual head coaches that we like paid for and they started like running the practices and everything. So um, right now we have two coaches. We have one head coach um, and an assistant coach. And then I am kind of like a, a, like I would say, like an assistant coach, just because okay. I have like the experience of like the past four years, um, and people look up to me, I guess. So um, right now, two official coaches, and then that third like trainer, random person. Okay, that's cool. Or can you tell me a little bit about how rugby works? I know a lot of people like compare it to football, but yeah. it's not quite the same. So how do you like actually play a game of rugby? Yeah. Um, so uh, we technically are called the Women's Rugby Football Club. I don't really know why that was given us like that name because the men's team is just men's rugby, Mm -hmm. Um, whatever. But so it is very similar to football. Um, My short elevator speech is it's football, but less stopping and you can't throw forwards. That's how I leave it. And there's no pads or any sort of protection besides a mouth guard. Um, So that's kind of my elevator speech. But um, overall, um, we play in the Big Ten Conference, so mm-hmm. we play in 15s. So there are 15 people per team on the field, so 30 people playing at the time at a time. Um, and so we have like that split into the forwards. So um, we have half girls who are like our I don't want to say bigger girls, but like the girls who really like hitting. Yeah. So like I really like hitting, so I'm usually in the forwards. Um, and the people who have the speed are in the backs. Um, and basically how it goes is. Um, you have one team that's attacking and one team that's um, defending. And the attacking team will take the forwards and physically punch holes into the line of like defense mm-hmm. and create gaps. And then they throw the ball to the defenders who or the um, 
the backs, who are the small, fast people, throw them the ball, they grab the ball and run through those gaps and score. Um, but so different than football, um, turnovers happen all the time. Like every okay. other minute they happen. So, and the play doesn't stop. Um, so the play only stops if the ball goes out of bounds, if there was a foul or something was offsides, um, or, yeah, and that's about it. Um, and we don't even have subs. Um, we have these things called blood subs. Um, so you don't sub unless somebody is physically bleeding. Um, <laughs> and even then the play doesn't stop, right? Because nothing stops unless the ball goes out of bounds or there's a foul. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the short gist of how it goes. Um, but basically what it, like a field would look like is if somebody was on um, defense, they're in a flat line. It's just mm-hmm. complete like flat, like almost like a, a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the offense team is in these things called pods, the forwards, where the people are hitting people, um, are in groups of like three or four. Um, And then they're the ones like punching through the wall. And then the backs are in what's called a back line. So it's like Mm -hmm. a diagonal line um, coming from those like pods. Um, And then if the ball's turned over, then the people who are on offense become the wall. And then the people who are on defense are now on offense and they are in those like pods and then like a back line if that makes sense. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we play in the Big Ten Conference, um, 15s. And then in the spring, it's more of a social time, so we are year-round. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the spring, we play sevens, um, which is a little different. So in 15s, like I said, the 15 people per, per side of the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and the games are um, 80 minutes long um, with 40-minute halves. And But it, with sevens, there's only seven people on the field per team, so there's 14 people in total. Um, and the halves are only seven minutes long. So the 14-minute game, they're super fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so sevens are a lot of fun, but you are running a football field for seven minutes straight, like constantly sprinting and tackling people and sprinting and tackling for seven minutes. Then you break for like five minutes, grab some water, and then go at it again. So I personally really like sevens, and that's what I play when I tr- do my travel rugby. Mm-hmm. Um, but two very different aspects of rugby. It's not like one sport, I guess. There's like different variations of it so yeah what does a a typical practice look like um so i would say um we start with 30 minutes of warming up so we just do some like light running um then we do stretches so they're usually like um like mobility focused as well so like like really far hips and our lower back like warming Mm -hmm. up those things um so a lot of hip mobility and like your casual um stretches we do very little static stretching and more like um, active stretching, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, so that's the first 30 minutes. And then we take another 30 minutes of just working with hand work. So like um, we always start with tennis balls and you have to like throw the tennis balls and like grab them with your hands. Mm-hmm. So starting very small um, and really focus on your hands. And then we go into lines, um, lines of four people. And you just walk forward and pass the ball over. And we do that for 30 minutes, just working on passes because passing is the main aspect yeah. of the sport. So, um, and you can always get better at it. Like I know I, my passes are still terrible, especially with my <laughs> left hand. Um, so always focusing on passing. And then um, we'll do a lot of like random other drills, like focusing on like how, like like pods. So like going into contact, how do you fall? How do you place the ball? What do you do when the ball gets loose? Whatever. So very like game focused, um, kind of like takeaway aspects. Um, and then, for the last 30 minutes, 45 minutes, we split. So then um, our one coach takes the forwards and the other coach takes the backs. And so with the backs, they run like usually like sprint drills, just w- like working on speed mm-hmm. um, and then also passing. And then the forwards are more so focused on 
um, like how to hit people, how to drive people, whatever. And then I mentioned earlier this, this thing called scrums. Um, and it's basically this, I don't know how many people are in there. There's 16 people in a scrum because um, there's like eight on one side and eight on the other team. Mm-hmm. And it's just this big pile of humans pushing on each other. And so when the forwards split up, they are focusing on that scrum and like um, getting stronger there and positioning mm-hmm. and everything because um, they can be kind of dangerous because usually your heads are like shoved between other people's legs. Um, and so like it can be dangerous like for people's necks and stuff and mm-hmm. shoulders if it's not done right. So it's a lot of focus on that. Um, so other than that, um, at the last like 15, 10 minutes, we'll do a small scrimmage. Um, just so we can see like at game pace what things look like and what, like, what mm-hmm. we should work on because there's a lot of really small nitty-gritty pieces of rugby like counter-rucking, rucking, how to fall, how to place the ball, um, and just like fun, creative movements, I guess. So, yeah. And how often do you guys practice? Um, we practice for two hours, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, okay. um, and then the Tuesday, Thursday conditioning for an hour, um, and then games on Saturday, and we take Sunday off because usually after a game, you feel like you've been hit by a bus. It is... <laughs> Soup is a pain I have never felt before in my life. So, um, but it's a good pain. Yeah. So why rugby? If you're like getting hurt, it's a very dangerous sport. Like what made you like, why would you encourage people to continue with rugby? Um, So my main, um, I guess, advertising or advertisement for rugby is like, are you stressed out? Like, do you feel like you need like an outlet for your stress? Mm -hmm. Like come and hit some people or like hit a bag or whatever. Um, And so Rugby really isn't that dangerous if you know what you're doing. Like if you know mm-hmm. how to hit correctly, if you know how to fall correctly and how to protect yourself, it is way more safe than actually football. Mm-hmm. Um, just like statistically, there are less injuries in rugby than there are in football because with football, you have your pads and your helmet and you feel invincible. And so you just throw your body at people. Whereas with rugby, you know you're putting yourself on the line and you're hitting somebody else. And like um, so subconsciously, you are a little bit more safer and you're thinking about your actions more um, and you're really focused on like how to hit people and like how to tackle um, versus just kind of like flinging your body. Mm-hmm. I'm not invalidating football. Football is great. <laughs> um, but it can be safe if you know what you're doing. Um, but it's just, it's really, it's really creative. I do think that it's a combination of football and soccer. And I mentioned I mm-hmm. like soccer before. Um, and a lot of girls who come on the team have played soccer before. Um, and there's just a lot of creativity that comes from, um, rugby that I think that you can't get with a lot of other sports. Um, and also, like, the team that we have is a team that I've never, like, the environment and um, I don't know if uh, the emotions are the right word, but, like, we're very welcoming mm-hmm. and a very different energy than I've seen in other teams. Because um, I feel like I call us, ourselves, like, the misfits. Like, we didn't, like, want to go anywhere else or didn't fit in anywhere else, but, like, everybody – fits in at rugby especially yeah. because we all start from ground zero like nobody is like a hierarchy like i'm better at this than you are or like i've been playing this for forever so like i'm better than you like mm-hmm. we all started uh like not knowing how to play rugby so um it's very humbling in that sense um so other than that um yeah the creativity we call ourselves ohana or like we always say ohana in our cheers mm-hmm. like our family um so that kind of camaraderie and the social aspect too like, yeah. i feel like that is hard to see in other sports as well. So, yeah. And you were telling me about how after your games, you will go out with the teams you played against. Is that weird? Like, what kind of, like, that's such a strange environment, especially for me. I played sports my whole life. Like, I would never, we, like, hated the other team. I know. And I'm I'm 110% with you. And mm-hmm. it took me up until my senior year to, like, figure out how to be, 
like um what's the word like just a good sport um mm-hmm. like if like freshman and sophomore year when we would lose I was in the worst mood I didn't want to talk to anybody and like I didn't even want to like go and high five the other team or whatever like I thought that, yeah. that was so weird to me and like playing sports in um high school like you hated the other team like you hated that other school like you had that one rival whatever um so it's again that idea of like um like rugby is a very new thing and so you want to uplift the people who are playing this sport and like who are supporting the same art that you are yeah um so and it's also just like that same um like rugby is very uh camaraderie focused and like team building and um good sportsmanship so um, it really did take me to senior year to be like not get myself down when we are losing or like to get the energy to like hype people up mm-hmm. um, if we are losing, whatever. So um, a very different kind of thing, like socialing with the other team. Um, but um, it just kind of, yeah, it, I don't know if humble is the right word, but um, you like commend the other team, like if they're doing well and like you yeah. notice certain plays and like afterwards you talk about the plays together and like um, what each other did well. And so, it, it, yeah, it brings a new liveliness to the sport. And you were telling me a little bit about how you play club. Is there like club and like professional leagues? Like how does it work outside of college? Yeah. So there are, um, I, I guess they're called like women's teams. Mm-hmm. So um, Grand Rapids has a women's team. Detroit has a women's team. Um, and the team that I played for, um, it's called Legacy. It was based out of Brighton. Um, there's like the Legacy Center out there and mm-hmm. I, I played over there. Um, but so there are like different divisions outside of the collegiate division. So um, we play with like um, other teams who are in the north, I guess we're northeast, um, like the northeast bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like like the best team in the country um, outside of a collegiate um, is the Chicago uh, Wolves, I think that's what they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chicago always has like the best teams. Um, so outside of college, it's just like random other um, like groupings of people. Like there's like the West Coast, the East Coast, the Northeast, the South, like divisions. Um, and so then you all play in your your bracket or your pool, and then whoever wins that bracket or that area then goes and plays in the nationals, um, and then you get your national title, whatever. Um, and then besides that, um, there is a USA team. So they, there is rugby in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, so like this past summer, um, I was watching the women's sevens team in Tokyo, um, which is really cool. So um, outside of like collegiate and like women's teams, like professional women's teams, there's also the Olympics, which is cool. How does like the Olympic trials work? I know for like some sports, like I used to be a rower for rowing. It's like you go to time trials, you do yeah. time trials, you move on for there. How does it work with rugby? So it's very similar to soccer. Um, I'm not 100% sure, so I'm going to preface that. But um, it's very similar to soccer in the sense of, like, there are scouts that are sent out. So you you play on these professional teams, um, and then you go to certain boot camps and stuff and try to get, try to get recognized um, by, like, networking and um, playing for certain teams and, like, having a highlight reel and whatever. Um, and then these scouts, like, recognize you mm-hmm. and then pull you, and then you play. And there's, like, like yeah, t- similar to time trials, there's, like, tryouts Mm -hmm. um and other boot camps where you're recognized and then you get put on a reserve team for um like for the usa team there's like a reserve team and they see how you play and how you work with other people and then from there you could be selected to go to the um like olympics team which is cool so yeah is it kind of the same for the professionals teams or are there tryouts for that like how does that work so as far as i'm aware um there are tryouts but they 
they would rather have an A, B, and a C team than to cut people. Because, mm-hmm. again, not many people play rugby. So, like, why would we hinder people from learning the sport? Um, so there are tryouts, but it's more so focused, like, what team are you going to be playing for? Like, maybe yeah. you start for the C team and you learn, and you grow up to the B or the A team, whatever, and then go and play that that way, I guess. And then you said you had, like, two different seasons. Like, how does that work? So we have um, December off, which is nice. Um, but so the, the, uh, fall season, like I said, is the big 10 season. So, um, we play in the big 10 conference against all the big 10 teams. Um, and then once that's over, depending on how we place, there's also, um, they're not called called nationals, but there's like, um, finals to see who wins like the full bracket and everything. And then, um, you play people in other conferences, conferences. So there's like, um, there's like the Ivy league school bracket. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's again, the Northeast and a West coast bracket. And so, depending on all um, like who wins what region, then you go to nationals and you play there. Um, and my freshman and sophomore year, we went to nationals. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Um, I think we, we placed third in the Big Ten my freshman and sophomore year. Um, and then I, I think we placed like eighth or ninth in the nation my freshman year, which mm-hmm. was cool. Um, and then I'm trying to remember what teams always come first and second. I think it's like Air Force and... Um, some other like army focused school yeah. um, like West Point, I think is always like second or third. So yeah, but we, we do okay. And when you guys like travel, like are you on a bus? Like how do you, or do you guys all have to drive yourselves? What do you guys do when you travel? So when we travel, um, we do one of two things. Um, number one, we, we usually take our own cars um, and then like the gas is all paid for through our dues. Um, so it's usually like, yeah, all, personal cars taking like two or three girls per car and then mm-hmm. going to the location um msu also like offers us buses we have to pay for them but like we can go into like little vans um and then drive in like two or three vans um there so um if there's a whole like aspect of like if you want to be club if you want to be varsity we have the option of being varsity if we wanted to mm-hmm. um there's a whole bunch of like logistics in the sense of like um like there's like like you have to get like drug tested and we have to have cuts and um, there's all these like certain regulations that we have to have mm-hmm. um, like no socialing or anything and a lot of people wanted to focus on um, the socialing aspect and like learn like teaching people so we always stayed towards club but if we were varsity we would get like a bus and all the fancy yeah. gear and everything um, so that's one thing but really we just take our cars and we drive over there. And then if someone wanted to join, how would they do that? Like, is there a tryout process or like, some, what do you guys do for that? So um, people can join at any time. Like I have a girl who was interested, who is coming to our practice on Friday and we're, we have like three weeks left of the season. So people can join mm-hmm. at any time. Um, and they either reach out to me or they go to our website or they see like on the MSU Club Sports, like our contact info. Um, and they can just show up and sit in on a practice and see what they think. Um, and like I said, there's no cuts. So we just want to teach people the sport and like they don't have to play games if they don't want to. If they just want to come to practices, that's cool. Um, but usually people, yeah, join th- towards the beginning. Like participation is our biggest event. It's where you get the most people. Um, but yeah, like I said, no cuts. Come whenever you want. Come and look at it. Look at it. So, yeah. And then when is your next practice and your next game? So our next practice is actually tonight. Um, it's at seven to nine. Um, it's on, um, what is it called? Vet med field. We normally are on service road field, but it's getting darker. So we're Mm -hmm. getting moved to vet med, which has lights, which is nice. 
Um, and then our next game is against Ohio State this Saturday. It's at Ohio State. It's at 1 p.m. Uh, I'm really excited for that game because I think we're going to be, it's going to be more rookie focused. So mm-hmm. like I said, we have about 50 girls um, and only 15 girls play per game. So um, it'll be fun to, cause it's, I don't want to say it's an easy game, but Ohio State in years past has not been super great. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm looking to get a lot of girls who haven't had a ton of playing time in there. So like my, me, myself, um, who like I'm very lucky I get to play every game. I think I'm going to set out this game and like it's going to be very more rookie focused. So I'm really excited for this weekend. Um, and we're getting a hotel. So like all the fun bonding like of sports yeah. in a hotel room. Um, any athlete would know like yeah. the fun of that. So um, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming on Exposure. Do you want to like shout out your social medias or your website or anything before you go? Um, yeah, I think our um, Instagram is just MSUWRFC or Women's um, Rugby Football Club. Um, and then our website is just, again, MSU Women's uh, Football Club. Um, and shout out to MSU Women's Rugby and all of my girls and my eboard. Um, and thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much. Once again, thanks for coming on my show, Exposure, this week. For more information on the women's rugby team, check them out at their social medias. This has been this week's edition of Exposure on Impact 89FM. If you missed anything, feel free to check out our website at impact89fm.org, where you can find our weekly Exposure podcast. If you would like to come visit us and talk about your respected organization at MSU or a nonprofit organization in the East Lansing area, feel free to contact us, again, on our website at impact89fm.org. Thanks for listening to Exposure on Impact 89FM.